Hello, it's Friday the 21st of October and welcome to The Better Business Show, Friday 5. I'm your host, Tom Idle, and joining me on the other side of the internet is Vicky Knowles. Vix, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing this week? Um, I'm pretty average, pretty average. Um, <laughs> tempted to use the, the podcast as therapy to tell everyone my problems, but let's not go there. Uh, happy, a- happy Friday. Let's not do that. Um, you had a good week? <laughs> Yeah, not bad, actually. Not bad. Um, yeah, happy it's over, but it's been pretty good. Happy it's yeah. over. You say that every Friday. Happy it's Friday. I do. I do. Um, that's because you've been doing some work for me this week, probably. Um, anyway, if you are tuning in uh, and you've stumbled across this for the first time, this isn't the proper show. This isn't the proper show. This is the, the kind of what do we say, sister or brother episode or, or podcast to our main show, which goes out on Mondays. This is the Friday Five. This is our 10-minute news digest. Um, so if you are interested in what we do on the Monday, go to betterbusiness.show. You'll see all of our episodes there, all listed out, including the Friday Fives that we've been doing for the last few weeks. Um, so this is where we bring you the, the happenings, the events, the goings-on we think you should be aware of from across the world of Better Business. Uh, this week, Vix, we're talking about Disney... Uh, Dole Foods, Cincinnati Zoo, Timberland, Tyson Foods, Beyond Meat, uh, and the big deal that everyone's talking about um, uh, in terms of curbing climate change with the HFC phase-out. So plenty to talk about. Let's do it, Vix. At number five this week, um, yeah, Disney, Mickey Mouse, um, everybody's favourite cartoon business, Disney, has jumped into bed with Dole Food Company to launch a co-branded range of fresh fruit and vegetables featuring iconic Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel characters. Disney owns everything right now, doesn't it? Um, mm. And this is a campaign that they're, they're hoping will promote healthy eating among children in line with Disney's healthy living commitment and Dole's nutrition education initiatives. Um, so the basically there's going to be some Disney branded bananas, pineapples, berries, vegetables um, that will hit the shelves, uh, I think particularly in the US, uh, this autumn. And the companies will then continue this partnership into next year with a host of other kind of um, education programs all themed around the Disney characters. Uh, and, what, you know, we see this sort of thing all the time. You know, a food business will, will certainly partner with another brand to kind of maximize sales. And often they'll partner and, and badge up products um, with, with kind of Disney characters or Star Wars characters on, on probably their best selling items to really sort of maximize the opportunity. And I guess what's key here is that this is a partnership that sits comfortably with both companies. Dole has obviously fresh fruit and veg products to shift. And increasingly, and it, well, actually, interestingly, since 2006, Disney has had a kind of nutrition guide policy because it wants to associate its brand and its characters with more nutritious uh, foods, which is I didn't really understand, but um, I do now. Um, and actually, they announced, I think it was in 2012, they'd stop accepting uh, some junk food ads on their TV shows. Um, obviously, they've got a whole bunch of sort of radio shows and websites and, and TV channels uh, all aimed at children. So this is very much a case of Disney having to sort of move with the times and this partnership with Dole is very, you know, it's, it's a fairly significant one. That's a great story, actually. Um, this one is kind of maybe along the cute vein. Um, so the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden, which is a.k.a. the greenest zoo in America, apparently, mm-hmm. um, is encouraging consumers to make their Halloween a little more green. So I know we're not quite at the end of the month yet, but maybe next week people are going to be buying some supplies in for the trick-or-treaters, um, especially yeah. our friends in America who uh, celebrate it uh, a lot more than us Brits, really. Um, 
So first of all, the zoo has brought out a handy shopping guide um, featuring companies that are orangutan friendly, i.e. committed to using certified stable palm oil. I think palm oil we talked about last week or the week before, I can't remember. Um, But the handout actually doesn't look that hard to follow because Walmart, Hershey's, Nestle and Mars are all on the list. Um, It also has come up with some other advice, including collecting candy in a reusable bag, getting thrifty with outfits like turning a broken black umbrella into a bat costume or turning turning old stockings of yours, Tom, into spider webs and uh, encouraging people to source their pumpkin locally and making sure that when you carve out your jack-o'-lantern, you're using the middle to make a nice pumpkin pie or something. So they've got some other tips on there as well. That's on uh, Huffington Post. Do you know what, Vix? I hate Halloween. Absolutely hate it. Everything about it, yeah. I think it's absolute trash. Really? Um, so you're not going trick or treating with Dad? Uh, no, I'm, I yeah, I hate it. He's not going this year. <laughs> He's not going. It's just commercialised begging, really, isn't it? Um, anyway, I love commercialised begging when I was little. So yeah, you know. well, anyway, at number three, <laughs> let's talk about Timberland. Um, they've teamed up with um, the sustainable fabric company Thread uh, to create a range of boots and bags made from uh, recycled plastic bottles. Um, so Thread uh, is a company I'm really desperate to get on the show, actually. I'd like to, if, if anyone out there knows of them, let's get them on the show because they're, they're great. They kind of they take rubbish and they turn it into kind of fabrics um, and they provide jobs in some of the poorest places in the world. Uh, and Timberland recently completed this kind of uh, five-year pledge to plant five million trees in, in Haiti. So they've kind of come up with this uh, collaboration between the two of them um, to develop this range of, of products um, and it, it's all about collecting kind of recycled plastic bottles from the streets of, of Haiti and Honduras uh, by teams employed by Thread sent back to, to Timberland and they're kind of um, developing this range it will be available in, in spring next year um, so yeah it's, it's an interesting one Thread tracks kind of every stage of its fabric production from initial kind of litter picking to the final shipping to the US and this is very much a sort of collaboration with a a pilot in mind but but really they're looking to sort of expand this into other countries and perhaps with other companies too as well so uh yeah again as, as with all these stories I'll, I'll put the links in today's show notes for you to have a look at so that's at three uh vix at number two brilliant yeah i love that stuff uh number two u.s meat giant tyson's food uh wants a slice of the vegan pie apparently um, as they have acquired a 5% slice of plant-based food startup Beyond Meat, which in the case of its faux poultry packaging, uh, in, uh, in, in vertical commas, looks, feels, tastes and acts like chicken without the cluck. So the capital will help the California-based company with its product development and distribution, um, but leaving it an independent, privately held company. Um, so as Beyond Meat founder said, um, this investment by Tyson Foods underscores the growing market for plant protein. And indeed, the market is predicted to grow by 8.4% annually over the next five years. And so-called alternative protein could account for up to a third of the protein in general that we end up consuming globally by 2050. Brilliant. I think Beyond Meat are really, um, are really going for it. They're, they're sort of storming a, a march on every every rival out there at the moment. They're really aggressively going after funding, and this is just another example of that. It's brilliant. Uh, obviously, we had Seth Goldman from Honest Tea on the show a few few weeks back, um, who's on the board at Beyond Meat. So we, we've got a bit of an insight from him into into what they're up to there. 
Um, mm. But yeah, really interesting company and uh, certainly the future of food, no doubt. Um, so at number one this week, Vix, it's a story that broke last weekend, so we just missed it um, in, in terms of including it in last week's show but this is a story that everyone's been talking about this week all about hfcs so in kigali at the event held in the rwandan capital 170 countries met to negotiate a revised version of the montreal protocol uh, designed to eliminate the creation of uh, hydrofluorocarbons these hfcs and take 0.5 degrees out of future global warming and they succeeded uh, so they agreed to get rid of 90% of them. It's been a really complex and complicated kind of negotiation process. It's taken you know several years to sort out, but they came to this final agreement last weekend. Huge, huge uh, deal, really. Um, and it reduces the use of HFCs in a sort of gradual process beginning in 2019. There was quite a lot of contention around exactly when things would start. So when do they start reducing HFCs? 100 developing countries will start to take action from 2024, a date that's basically sparked concern from some groups that the changes will come too slowly. Uh, and then a small group of countries like India, Pakistan, uh, and some of the Gulf states have pushed for uh, and secured a later start date, 2028, on the grounds that their economies are just not quite as advanced and they need time to grow. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, the result was was achieved thanks to you know, several factors. You had this kind of an ambitious scheme to give countries different timescales, which I guess was, was, was where most of the negotiation lie. Um, you also had kind of the, the major sort of chemical and food companies having to accept the change. Uh, you also had the, the US Secretary of State John Kerry playing a key role here in, in agreeing to, to, to make sure there was a plan in place before the presidential elections in the US. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a really big deal. Rich countries, so basically the European Union, the US, Japan, those sorts of countries will start phasing out uh, HFCs in 2019, which is still a long way off, but, but it's really significant. So it's a significant <laughs> achievement. They've, they've reached this point. Um, so really good news. And again, yeah, it's clear that everyone's been talking about this week for good reason. Yeah, good good story at number one. It is. We always try and end with some positive. Yeah. Um, so that's that's it, Vix. Any plans for the weekend? Um, actually, yeah, I have a, a singing lesson. A singing lesson. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, singing lesson, a group singing lesson, and I'm going to see a friend for dinner. Good for you. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, meeting up with some friends tonight as well. What about you? Sounds good. Well, I I have an an evening with Ray Parler lined up on Saturday night. Um, For those of you tuning in from far and wide, that will mean absolutely nothing to you. I'm sure it means nothing to you, Vix. Um, But for those of you of a certain age, uh, you'll know exactly what sort of evening I'm in for on Saturday night. Um, So anyway, that's it for us this week. We hope you will join us every Friday uh, in digesting these latest news and developments from across the world of sustainable business uh, that we think you should be on top of. Don't forget, we'll be back again on, uh, well, I'll I'll be back again on Monday for our our main show. Um, So Vix, until next time, I'll see you soon. See you soon.